Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. as we often do on this very program. The end of the Los Angeles Olympics, the Summer Olympics. Lionel Richie playing it off into the night with All Night Long. This is Oilers Now. It's the Friday edition brought to you, as always, by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Yes, Brendan Escott in the big chair with you this afternoon. That's because Bob is at the Gary Dr- Golf Classic. I'm not sure how he's swinging the sticks. I can tell you he drives a mean cart. I don't know beyond that. We'll have to find out on Monday when he returns how things went. He's paired up with Reed and a couple of uh, loyal Ched listeners who uh, won or, or bought the uh, the prize pack for a right to go play around out at the links at Spruce Grove. So it's you and I hanging out today on a, a rather slow day, I would suggest, in the hockey world. Not a whole heck of a lot happening in the NHL. Of course, the World Juniors are unfolding right before our very eyes. About five seconds ago, the puck dropped here on day three and a huge check there by an Austrian forward on a Swede as those two teams get underway later on today. uh, Another game, I think Slovakia is back in action and uh, we'll catch you up on that in NHL today. But bottom line is Canada with a dominating performance last night against the Slovaks and it didn't come out of the gate that way necessarily. Uh, In fact, Slovakia out shooting Canada through a better portion of that first period, but all of a sudden, or I wasn't out shooting it, but it was actually Canada heavily out shooting Slovakia, my mistake. But Slovakia did have the game tied 1-1 deep in the first period. Enter Mason McTavish. This kid is going to be special. I think Anaheim, I mean, I don't know if you say they locked into him at third overall. 
but he he looks like the real deal. Him and Connor Bedard playing together, the one-two game that those two have developed over their time, I guess just with the Hockey Canada program. I don't know when else they would have played together, but uh, they, they are a couple of special, special players, so they're on full display. And a tournament that not a lot of people are, are really uh, attending, at least it's, it's dressed like a seat day today, it appears to be at Rogers Place, and uh, a tough time of year to be drawing. So we'll talk more to that with Stephen Ellis from the Hockey News. He's been covering the tournament and actually the Holinka Gretzky as well that went last week uh, down in Red Deer. So thoughts from Stephen after the 1230 News. Sportsnet Spec to join us at 105. And the Edmonton Elks looking for their first win on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium in well over 1,000 days this Saturday. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are in town. We'll connect with color analyst for the Elks here on 630, Chad Dave Campbell at 135. But we'll keep the uh, the text line and, and the call line pretty wide open for you today. If there's anything that's, that's on your mind hockey-wise, we can get to it. Call us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree. In fact, they've got Steve Earle playing tonight. Tom Cochran on the way Saturday, November 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. You know we're on Twitter at Oilers now. Myself at uh, Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E. The other side of the glass today is uh, the lovely Sarah Fox sticking around a little bit longer because, uh, well, we don't have a lot of bodies left at Chad. Vacation's running rampant, so Sarah, hey, I appreciate you hanging out here. Just coming off of a two-week vacation in Europe, how was that for you? Oh, it was so good. It was incredible. Yeah, you were in Spain and Portugal, right? Yes, and I would highly recommend Portugal. Portugal? beautiful country yeah how much um, i guess beach time did you spend versus like the historic touristy stuff we did more historic just because it was a little bit cooler in portugal when we went but there are some really beautiful beaches in Porto. But if you want beaches, Lisbon's the better city. Gotcha. All right. You had a couple of weeks there overseas, although it was, as you mentioned, it was blaring hot. I know I had one week in Italy there while you were gone too. And and my goodness, it was warm, but super enjoyable. So appreciate you sticking around today and steering the ship, at least for the next uh, 45 minutes or so. Derek Scott coming around in a little bit. But let's go right now into the Oilers Now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. I know we talked about this yesterday, but of course, the late Ben Stelter, we learned on Tuesday evening, passing away, succumbing to his battle with glioblastoma. Yesterday on the show, Al May talking about the impact that a kid like Ben can have on a, on, on a professional sports team. It's absolutely amazing uh, what it does for the players. And I just go back to when I was the younger player in the National Hockey League and, you know, I was single. I was single my whole NHL career. And we'd go to the Children's Hospital in D.C. And I'd go in every room and the guys would have me do all the talking. And I would used to be upset because they they weren't pulling their weight. It wasn't until I was older that I realized the reason the guys couldn't talk is because 
they had kids, and that was their number one fear to ha- to have a kid with a like a severe illness and you know possibly terminal. And the guys couldn't talk. And I, I go back now, and I have trouble doing it. I yeah. look at the parents. You know, a lot of times the kids they never know any other life than the life they're in, and the parents. You know, they, they live and feel it every day. So it's incredible what it does. We had we had a kid in D.C. when I was first there, and then we had one the last few years that just passed, Alex Louie, who was really tight with Alexander Ovechkin. If you remember the night that Alex scored yeah. a hat trick for him, yeah, uh, we couldn't get through, we couldn't get through our show. So this is these these poor kids. They're they're so inspirational, and you, they get nothing but love from the players. And it doesn't matter if the players are single. It doesn't matter if they're if they got kids or not. These little boys and little girls affect you so much, and there, there's other people too that are around the team that have illnesses that uh, you go the extra mile for. And you know, it was so heartwarming all season long to watch what was going on. Yeah. And I, I don't think there was anyone in the hockey world that wasn't touched by this special relationship. And to see that cute little boy all the time and what it meant to him, and to see the joy on his family's face and the players, you know, they've been over backwards, what you expect them to do, because, you know, they all live, we all live a pampered life when you're in a national hockey league. You, you know, for the most part, you know, we don't deal with a lot. You just have to worry about playing the game. There are people that have things going on with mom and dad, brothers and sisters, sure. you know, spouses, their, their children. But by and large, everyone escapes. And we see, you know, we just see something like this, and the guys do their best and their utmost. And I was really proud of all of the Edmonton Oilers. And I think back to the night that Ben was the Scotiabank skater and, and people had sort of been tipped off uh, on social media previously. Just, hey, maybe this is one where you, you dig a little deeper and, and and you cheer a little louder when it's time. And, and immediately it just the story captured the hearts of obviously not only the fan base, but the players as well had coach Jay Woodcroft saying, you know, Ben's impact somewhat of a surprise. The response of... Uh our organization, the response of our community, the response of the hockey world. Connor mentioned that earlier in this uh, press conference of how, how um, well known Ben was uh, throughout the hockey world and how many people are expressing condolences and thoughts and prayers um, to Ben's family. I think that speaks to the impact that he had, you know, for me in, in kind of wrapping it, it all up. Um, we lost the little boy who displayed nothing but courage on a daily basis. He was able to inspire a team. He was able to inspire a city. He had the support of everybody in Northern Alberta. And for that matter, I think across the country in, in the hockey world, I think um, as a father, you know, as I said earlier, I think it was special for me to see the effect that he had on, on so many people. And uh, I, I know that I'm just thankful uh, for my time that I got to spend with them. And, uh, you know, we lost a bright light, but uh, as I said earlier, his spirit will live on for sure. It certainly will. And now instead of winning with Ben, they set their sights on winning for Ben. And it's still yet to be determined exactly how the team will honor young Ben Stelter. But uh, no doubt, I can already see the goaltender mask with some sort of homage to Ben, etc., etc. We'll uh, we'll see in due time exactly what the team deems to be an appropriate response. Get to uh, today's top story, NHL today as well. But we'll press pause early here. On the Friday edition of Oilers Now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. 
From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 12-19 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott in for Bob Stoffer today. Bob and Reed uh, paired up at the Gary Drager Golf Classic out at the links in Spruce Grove. I got a text from Reed earlier this morning saying he hit an eight iron within about uh, two feet or so for an easy birdie. That's how his day is going. Haven't heard anything from Bob. Not sure how his day is going on the course. He'll love to have uh, have a little fun with it. He'll be back on uh, on Monday. Later on today, we'll catch up with Spec, uh, Elks color analyst Dave Campbell as well. And soon enough, we'll hear from Stephen Ellis with lots more on uh, on Hockey Canada. Stephen of the Hockey News. He's been covering the international tournaments here in our province over the last few weeks. But uh, today's top story for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling Team Canada leading Group B at the World Juniors coming off of, again, an 11-1 drubbing of the Slovaks. Uh, A game that didn't look like it was trending in that direction out of the gates, but as it drew on and grew older, Mason McTavish ultimately... Uh, he had a game to remember. So that's that's the top story, but let's expand on that inside NHL Today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialists, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Uh, 2-0, yes, following an 11-1 win. Uh, Mason McTavish with four goals and two assists, six points. Those four goals tying a single game record at the World Juniors for Canada with Mario Lemieux, Braden Shen, and uh, Max Comtois. Reasonable company there. Canada and Czechia meet tomorrow, four o'clock at Rogers Place. Sweden and Austria underway right now. They're scoreless, about eight and a half minutes through the first period. Sweden out shooting the Austrians 11-1 to thus far. Um, hockey Canada, by the way, looking to hire a director for sports safety to develop a, quote, maltreatment, harassment, and abuse plan for the uh, sports national governing body. Hockey Canada said the uh, individual will oversee an independent and uh, confidential complaint mechanism. Former Oilers defenseman Caleb Jones has re-signed in Chicago, another year there, $1.35 million. They uh, re-upped with 
Philip Kurashev as well. One year, $750,000 in Chicago. And uh, former Jets assistant coach Dave Lowry, father of Adam Lowry, is going to join the bench for uh, Dave Haxtall's bench in Seattle. Lots of hirings in Seattle this offseason in terms of player development and and that sort of thing. Not only on the bench, but uh, but in the in the in the lurch and in the, in the in the rafters, if you will, behind the scenes. And uh, with the new franchise, you knew it wasn't going to all happen at once. I suppose they've got they've got a lot of things to be excited about in Seattle, if you ask me. Uh, not only did we see glimpses of what Matty Beniers could do toward the end of last year, the second overall pick, uh, he went behind Owen Power in the last draft. But my goodness, he came out of Michigan, and I, I don't have his stats in front of me, but I know. He was very productive right away for Seattle. Then you figure Shane Wright falling to them at number four. He can't be too far away from NHL action either. So the Kraken, while it looks like they were taking the slow and steady approach as the expansion franchise, they've got a couple of cornerstone pieces right down the middle in terms of their future at center. The other expansion franchise, and this is where we'll talk to Mark Spector at a little more length, they're in um, yet another situation that just leaves you kind of scratching your head. Having sold off Marc-Andre Fleury for pennies on the dollar, that's that's not news. Now, uh, Robin Lehner is set to miss the whole upcoming season. Where does that leave the goaltending situation for a team that has certainly operated thus far like they're trying to contend right now? Jack Eichel, to me, means that you're trying to contend right now. Signing players like Alex Petrangelo does not mean you're kicking the can down the road. It means that you're trying to win the Pacific Division, and and they did it out of the gates, and maybe now we're starting to see the effect of them being the instant sensation is the scrambling to remain that level of relevant has resulted in players like Marc-Andre Fleury being shipped out, players like Max Pacioretty unceremoniously being shipped out and and not having very good things to say about how the organization handled things. The Pacioretty trade was, was a disaster from the word go. If you look at the asset management that happened, not only then, but, but thereafter. I mean, Vegas now essentially has received nothing uh, for trading away Nick Suzuki and a few draft picks. Nothing. So now you're looking at the goaltending situation, and they've at least been able to piecemeal the forwards back together and, and, and get Jack Eichel, and we'll see exactly what he's able to contribute. But I'm telling you, man, I don't know if there's a goaltender on the market right now that makes a whole heck of a lot of sense that's going to lead this team to where they ultimately, in my opinion, see themselves. Is it James Reimer? He'll, he'll be available. How about Jake Allen? Sure. Are either of those guys any better than Laurent Bressois or Logan Thompson? I'm actually hearing Logan Thompson talked about as as the guy that's going to lead Vegas in starts this year. I don't. I couldn't even tell you. I think Logan Thompson played uh, for the Branded Wheat Kings. I'd have to double check on his track record. It would be very interesting. It'll 
It'll be very interesting to see who starts night one in net. And uh, we'll go through a few more options again with with Mark Spector after the one o'clock news. Craig and Drayton Valley says, uh, should we call this Marc-Andre curse for Vegas? Just like the Babe Ruth curse for the Red Sox. I don't know exactly if we'd call it the Marc-Andre curse, but I will say that dealing, you know, in bad faith, in a sense, when you're talking about committing to players like Max Pacioretty and then being very quick to show them the door when the next best thing comes along, that doesn't produce a whole lot of good karma, does it? Maybe we're seeing some of that right now. They didn't leave themselves a whole lot of depth at all when they let Flurry walk, or rather traded him for nothing. <laughs> and now we're seeing the uh, the byproduct of that. Another Craig texts in and says, Vegas will not have any player loyalty. Well, that's sort of what they're trending towards. And, and, and it's a shame to be talking about the franchise in that context because I have a lot of respect for what Kelly McCrimmon is able to do as a general manager in his time in, uh, in in Brandon, actually, with the Wheat Kings and then moving up into the NHL ranks. But, uh, but lately, man, lately, I'm not trying to sign in Vegas at all. So, hey, this, is, this isn't just coming from me. This is coming from Marc-Andre Fleury's agent, and this is coming from Max Pacioretty, who now will, by the way, miss half the season with a torn Achilles for the Carolina Hurricanes, but he was sort of one of those guys they brought in to be a face of the franchise and then kicked to the curb when it looked like it was an easy opportunity to create some cap space. So there you go. I'll take a step back off of my pedestal here off the soapbox. We'll keep the show moving along after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson and again more on Team Canada and the World Juniors taking place down at Rogers Place with Stephen Ellis from the Hockey News when we come back.